Hey there. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome. Uh, so I'm feeling a little shitty right now. Tell us. Tell uh, us about that. Because we weren't supposed to be recording today. Uh, <laughs> and, and yet we are because uh, I, I messed up a schedule. So I, I just I think I should let that go mm-hmm. and just breathe it out. Everyone seems to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I apologize profusely. And, <laughs> to um, the production team. So I should, I, I guess, I should apologize to you as well uh, for being here at a time where you weren't supposed to listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have something today that you need to let go of, we're gonna let go of that together. Ah, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, so take a deep breath. Breath out. <sighs> nice. Very nice. Beautiful. Okay. Welcome back. My name is Will. <laughs> My name is Catherine. And this is Behind the Pixel. We are Open Pixel Studios, the co-founders, and this is an Open Pixel podcast. This is a podcast where we try to bridge the knowledge gap between those who buy creative content and those who make it. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we can get behind pixels, mm-hmm. but what else can you get behind? That's a fair question. I can get behind a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I can totally get behind uh, gluten-free bagels all That's day. Fair. That's fair. Bag- bagels or bagels? Bagels. Bagels, bagels. Where do they say bagels? Somebody says it. I think you just said it. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I might have. I do know that the, um, I do call the Cincinnati ba- bagels instead of the bangles. The bagels? Yeah. The Cincinnati it, bagels? Their motto is like, who they think gonna beat them bangles. And every time uh, I say it fast, I, I screw it up and I say bagels. Right. So, <laughs> sorry. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> sorry to all the fans. But I can also get behind maybe dresses with pockets in them. Nice. That's, you know, always a, good thing. a necessary, always a good thing. necessary thing. And, yeah. you know, cats. Cat, I can get behind cats. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're cool cats. We get behind nice. cats. <laughs> All right. Well, before you're no longer behind us, why don't we uh, get into today's topic? Yes. So today's topic is our first production episode. Production episodes yeah. are slightly different. They're kind of like before you buy episodes, but we go a little bit deeper into the animation workflow. We'll try to explain a couple of different. We're going to break it down into stages, and this is our first production stage. Yes. And so you want to think about it like as if you were in production here. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And if you're unfamiliar with an animation's production workflow, we have a whole episode about that. That's true. So, <laughs> but we're going to take you at least today through the very first stage. Yeah. So we want to cover essentially the very first thing that you do when you're starting any animation production, which is the script. The script? Yes. Oh. You mean like um, like scripting like code? No. Like coming up with a script? No, I do no. not. Or like in, um, like in psychology when... Um, yeah, the social role or behavior that's appropriate to a particular situation that you learn. What? Um, <laughs> teaches you how to behave. No, not, no, this, not that no, kind of script. Not familiar. Okay. I've, I failed what psychology about, uh, 101. Prescription so. drugs? Do you like oh, a script? Boy. Like a, you get a little script? You're going. No. Yep. A, a biblical scripture, maybe? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the script in, in animation terms mm. is probably the easiest thing to wrap your head around if you're either a communications professional or a creative. Right. You read the words on the page and you can kind of imagine what it will be, what the words will be on the page. Interesting. That's like, um, I mean, like a, one of those things, you, yeah, they come in like they're square rectangles and you open them. Are you, are you, you talking about books? Yield. That's it. I think that's it. 
Yes. Wow. You're right. A script is just like a book. (laughs) Incredible. The technology keeps getting better. Uh, But yeah, so the most challenging part about the process is to actually adopt new structures to your writing to organize those thoughts into cohesive visuals that you can use across the board for your story. It can also be the most daunting as a creative because we need to be the ones who are translators from words to visuals that ultimately align with the goal of the piece. So no easy task there. But today we're going to be covering the AV script structure, formulating your script and how that structure fits in to the larger animation production workflow overall. So maybe we should start by chatting a bit about the problems in script writing that we see, perhaps more broadly, and then maybe even what people will gain from this episode. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good segue. So one common problem is a lack of understanding of what a script is, right, in the mm-hmm. context of an animated project, and again, its importance in the overall animation production process. So if you're not used to creating animated content, script writing might feel far away from, say, analyzing metrics to try to get to a particular company goal. Right. right? Well, because sometimes like scripts and the words within there are a little more intangible to measure. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So script writing for business purposes is the same as sort of coming up with messaging for your audience. Some businesses might call that copy right? Or the role that you're hiring for is a copywriter. Mm -hmm. Um, So the problem is that script writing and animation requires a little extra work to write with visuals already sort of in mind for the story. So again, doing that translation between those two things. So this is why, in our opinion, videos created for sales, for educational purposes, for informational content, you want to use an AV script format. It's the best tool for writing and keeping that message and the visuals connected to each other. I think that's really the key. Yeah, we're going to we're going to talk about this, what this actually means and the format of it a little bit later on. So just keep it in the back of your mind for now. Yeah. A second problem is that many people may not be familiar with the AV script structure at all. Right. And so if you're a creative writer, you might be more familiar with something like a teleplay or a screenplay or a manuscript. Those are all sort of different types of versions of the same thing. Again, copywriting. You would write your words in that traditional format. And when you're formatting it for, say, TV, entertainment, film, movies, that kind of thing. And maybe let's start by doing a little little example with a little bit of a yeah, a little bit of a table read. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's this different. is gonna be great. Sure. Yeah. We're we're switching it up a little bit. All right. I've got our our script here okay. on on my screen. I see you've pasted it. I did. I did. <laughs> Into our notes. Because I didn't want to get a PDF and be mm-hmm. too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh so yes, I will assume the role of Mark in the scene. Sure. Sure. Uh, if you're okay with taking the role of Johnny. I can be Johnny. And yep. I will read the description and I'll let you know when we end scene. Sure. So here we go. Johnny and Mark enter a coffee shop and approach the counter. We see steamed milk being prepared by Susan, the barista. Johnny is reading some fine print on a folder and holding the folder directly in front of his face, covering it from view. Mark, how was work today? Pretty good. We got a new client and the bank will make a lot of money. What client? Do, do I know him? What's his name? I can't tell you. It's confidential. Oh, come on, man. Why not? I thought we were best friends. No, I cannot. Anyway, how's your sex life? End scene. (laughs) That is a real script from a real movie. One of our favorites. Called The Room. Yes. If you haven't seen it, fantastic. (laughs) We're talking about, right, so there's there's clearly different types of entertaining content. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. So often I think of like entertaining scripts as like teaching you and, and when you're like sort of reading between the lines, that's, that's sort of what TV film entertainment does usually. Right. Good, which is, good film. Yeah, TV. which is not what you're doing in the case of the script you just read. <laughs> yeah, but whereas when you're talking about sales or educational or informative content, all of that information needs to be sort of provided clarity on the surface. So everyone's on the same page about you know what the messaging is and, and gets it really, really quickly. Yeah, because when you're selling a product, you really don't want to leave any room for interpretation about what the actual product is, because then no one's going to be able to actually explain it well to another right. person. So it's going to turn into like a game of telephone yeah. and your product is going to be one thing in your mind and completely different in the mind of mm. the audience. Yeah. So one last common problem that we see in our experience is the lack of clarity in the intended outcomes. So when you haven't specified your outcomes, creating a script that aligns with those outcomes becomes very challenging. Mm -hmm. So we realize that most marketing and communication professionals already have goals in mind. So we're kind of skipping that pre-step right now for this episode. We will get there. Don't worry. We will get there. (laughs) We know developing a well-structured script and an engaging story can be a significant hurdle for some of you. So let's start by discussing the importance of outlining the story We'll give you some tips for writing better and more engaging scripts, and then we'll move on to structuring the animation. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Because we want to help you craft narratives that obviously will truly captivate your audiences. Yeah. 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 I would say from a story perspective specifically, right? Not from the like fancy, expensive, visual nature of things, perhaps going through some form of water Mm. or... Mm-hmm. ways through them ways by any means the, ways of those uh <laughs> we reference this movie liquids. way too much yeah ways of the liquids it's uh, not a good movie it's not I a know. good movie we'll have a whole side tangent I'm, later <laughs> i'm so disappointed anyway, yes all right let's get into some tips for building good stories yes that's fair to do so why don't we start at the beginning mm. once a, upon a time in no. a galaxy far far away no, we th- we're gonna get copyright strike or something. <laughs> Who knows? Have they trademarked that? Ah, uh, maybe. Who? Kn- I'm I'm scared. Okay, <laughs> your first job in any script is to grab the audience's attention from the start, yeah. and that should really be within the first one to two lines of your script. Yeah, and that's something you want to do. So we're we're talking about scripts that are about a minute long. That's just true. For, just yes, for business and information. Yeah, sake. we're not making any room level Five, movies 10, right now 15 minute yeah. Scripts, yeah. <laughs> so an intriguing and engaging opening scene is one that really presents something that sparks some curiosity or it's unexpected or even it can be seen as mysterious sometimes but your words could involve introducing something like a thought-provoking question or describing a situation that raises again curiosity in the audience and maybe it's something that they didn't know as a position that they usually find themselves in often or a situation that they they've been unaware of. Yeah. And a quick side note here, we want to set the tone with our language here. Right. Right. Most established businesses and organizations have something called brand guidelines. Mm-hmm. Within those brand guidelines, they're describing something called a brand voice. Now, a brand voice is a guide. It's your point of view. Mm-hmm. It's both what you say and how you say it. It has a feeling, it has an attitude, it has a sound and a cadence, and it's how you present yourself in a sort of verbal manner, right? So it's not just the words, but it's also how you deliver those words. So here's a brand voice example from one of our real clients. We're not going to mention them, but the company describes their voice as this. 
one of confidence. It is innovative yet practical, descriptive yet accurate. It doesn't use jargon or slang. It makes the complex simple. Mm. It delivers honesty. And above all, it believes in possibility. Pretty clear. Yeah, pretty clear. Nice. But yeah, so now that you've got that sort of tone laid out, you've got your engaging statement right at the beginning, mm. the next couple of lines, maybe lines three to four, are kind of where you want to start to build tension, mm -hmm. which sounds scary, but go with us. So in order to build tension, your audience needs to know and probably see their desired destination towards mm. the end, right? Ideally, this is where you want to show an imagined solution to a problem, but putting it out of reach in some way. You're essentially creating an obstacle. Obstacles are used in every form of storytelling. Yeah. And we want our audience to understand the obstacles in their way. And ideally, they should align with the obstacles in your audience's real lives. That's what makes them relatable to the audience. So ultimately, that's what makes the problem solution script, as we know it, so prevalent in animation. This setup allows for the audience to connect with their own shared experiences. But that problem-solution method, to be clear, is really only effective when you combine it with that right tone and voice, as right. we were talking about before. Because exactly. otherwise, you're going to go down the road of, like, over-the-top infomercials. Those things that you see where mm. it's like, you know, are you tired of your Tupperware being too disorganized? And then they <laughs> open the cabinet and yeah. it pours out all over and they're like, what happened? There's gotta be There's a gotta better, be a better way. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like fumbling really easy. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Unless, you know, if that's your intention, right? If your tone is comedic and over the top, that's true. Yeah. then run with that. Right, yeah. But if you're trying to have a different tone of voice, there's other options for yeah. you there. <laughs> There's other ways to show your problem and solution. <laughs> so we want to present obstacles in the middle of the script. And that's because it's the meat of your journey, right? It's usually more than one obstacle. You want to show more than one. The tension is built by making the next obstacle a lot harder than the one previous, mm. right? So you see this a lot in feature films, but you can do it in any kind of writing. We need to see the result of some failure before we can see triumph. I think a mm. lot of the times what I see in script writing is like, oh, we just got to the solution and there's really no problem. This is what makes resolution satisfying. Right, right. Right. Um, right. It's, when you it's see the that reward conflict. without the effort put into it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're selling a solution, your product or service should be at the heart of that solution. Mm -hmm. It should be the reason why we we as part of the journey come to an understanding that here's a resolution. Yeah. It should be because of that solution that we resolve the final obstacle. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And a quick note here on pacing. Mm -hmm. So the resolve, the resolution, the ending of your story should really be fast in terms of sort of screen time. So like only 10% of your time should be dedicated to the resolution. Everything should really be built on that tension, that middle well, piece. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense because in theory, you want to show that it's a quick and easy solution to the problem True. and then lead them faster to the <laughs> to buying the product or yeah. to going with that service. Like, right. Right. If you if you hold on to it for too long, you're going to lose them towards the yeah. end. Call yeah. to action. Get right. yourself to this website. Super clear. Yeah. 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 Because ultimately here, it's important to remember that we're trying to take the audience on an emotional journey. Yeah. We want them to feel. <laughs> Feeling is nice. So we suggest outlining either the feelings or the themes that you're going to be using in the beginning, middle, and end of your script the whole way through. Yeah. And using that as a guide 
to come up with the words that you want to go for along the way. A uh, bonus tip here on length for you math geeks like myself. Uh-oh. Where's this going? This? I don't know. You, you should be ready for that. <laughs> um, so it takes about roughly 166 words of spoken English language to get to a minute of video. Some clock it at 180, 200, depending. But if we find 166 gives us a really good padding for transitions, so we get get that buffer in there. Um, so if you're going for a one-minute animated piece, you want to do 166 words. If you're going to do half that, obviously a 30-second piece would be 80 to 90 words. So not a lot of room to be super wordy. Um, I'm sorry, are you, are you with us? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I fell asleep uh, because it's math and I don't care. Wow. <laughs> Okay, well, to your point of this being super wordy, it's one of the biggest challenges that we actually see in a lot of scripts because the copywriters in your organization, they're so knowledgeable about the subject and they're equally so passionate Mm -hmm. (laughs) about what they're trying to tell about the subject matter. And so oftentimes we'll get a script that's maybe perhaps a little too overloaded on the word front. Right. So it's our job to simplify the content by recognizing what words can actually be translated into visuals. Because if you think about it, it's like what they say, a picture is worth a thousand words. Yeah. So yeah. it makes a big difference. You can difference. always say the same thing in less words. Yes. And you can always yes. chop it down. And you can always change things with visuals. So yeah. yeah, now that we kind of have these sort of tips out of the way, we can get into sort of the organizing side of a script. Yeah. So why don't we talk about the structure a little bit? We don't talk about structure. No, no, no. Wow. <laughs> Are that we, was my one Bruno. Wait, are we are we about to get into uh, making a new song again? We, we do this sometimes for those structure. who are coming in for the first time here. We we could like totally rewrite the song just to be about AV scripts. Lin Manuel's song about AV scripts. It's pretty good. It's <laughs> He'd pretty love good. that. Yeah. No text allowed on the screen. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it is true we don't talk about structure enough so um, okay yeah you're you're right (laughs) let's get to it so the structure we suggest again writing uh these scripts is called the av script format this is again for informational educational and sales storytelling story content av stands again for audio and visual av script Mm -hmm. it's like a blueprint for the entire production at least that's how we treat it ours is specifically formatted and created with the visuals and production in mind. So it ties it all together. This is a specialized structure for your story. It's designed specifically to organize your thoughts, Mm -hmm. lay out the foundation for the production, allow for your creative roles to chime in. Yes, as they should be allowed to do. (laughs) As they should be allowed to do. It typically includes dialogue or voiceover, the script, whatever you wrote, the copy, visual direction or instructions for the animation team, any text on screen, some people call that TOS. Or supers. Or supers. Mm-hmm. A general outline of timing and, and spacing and pacing. And all of that to be able to synchronize both audio and visuals seamlessly. So it combines all of these details in a nice grid-like fashion, like statistics on a spreadsheet. That's fair. You know. When I think about statistics on a spreadsheet, mm-hmm. like I do all the time. All the yeah, time. All the time. I think about baseball. Now, I want you to hear me out for a minute. (laughs) Okay. So think about when you go to a baseball baseball game. Well, if you think about it, that game will give you all of the information that you need. I think people are making the game shorter. They are. Pretty sure. Well, see, this is a great example. So 
if you think about all the information that you're getting, you're mm-hmm. getting how much time there's left to pitch at okay. every single moment, right? Yep. Yep. You're getting what the stakes are, what who's up to bat, mm. what their statistics are, and you're getting all of that information so that at the end of the game, when you see everything laid out, it actually paints a story. It tells right. you what happened within that there were obstacles, there were highs mm. and lows. There, It's a form of storytelling. And that's kind of what a Navy script does. It right. paints a picture of the overall story outlining all of mm. the key information that needs to be shown in order for the audience to follow along in time. Mm. That's That's the key piece there too, right? You're following along in time, not just on your own pace. You know, way. that's not a bad analogy. I didn't really Thank you. I didn't really think about AV scripts being very similar to baseball <laughs> games. <laughs> With thinking um, about analogies. Yeah. But yes. So let's quickly go through this structure okay. again that we use here at OP to give you a sense of how we structure these uh, scripts. So three steps here, really kind of easy. Step one, reformat your current words so that there's no additional visual information being transmitted to the reader. Okay. This is before you put it into the AV script format. So a lot of the times you're using something wherever it is you're writing your script, and chances are you're using one of these things, something like bullets, Mm -hmm. putting bullets in there, line breaks, breaking up the lines in different ways. You're putting extra spaces between things. Maybe there are bolded items that you're using to emphasize specific things. Maybe you're using all caps to emphasize some words. <laughs> All caps. All caps. Yeah. Maybe you're using italics to ah. kind of say, okay, this this thing is important. Maybe you're underlining. All of these things. Maybe you're a highlighter. Are you a, a person who highlights text? Oh, I'm a highlighter people? person. Yeah, uh, so yeah, not yeah. only am I a highlighter person, I'm a color coordinated highlighter color person. Color coordinated highlighting thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> all of these things, <laughs> the, the tools that we're using are giving us extra additional formatting so that we can emphasize our language. Mm-hmm. That's what tools are supposed to do. But really, we want to remove all of that because we don't want to give any extra additional information to the reader. The goal in reformatting is to remove all the visual cues that modern writing tools give us mm. so you can start with a clean slate. Right. You want to start with letting the words speak for themselves. Mm. And it also helps to open up creative possibilities that maybe couldn't be seen before by the person who's going to do some visual writing. Right, right. Because it could limit yourself to being like, well, it has to be said in this particular emphasis. So we can't possibly add something else here. So I've seen bolded things go for like voiceover recordings, which is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. A, A VO script is just the words and that's given to a VO artist. An AV script is, again, to get people on the same page about what's the visual going to be tied to this dialogue. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's definitely important. Yeah. Yeah. So on to step two. Yes. Two. Dos. (laughs) We're learning Spanish today. Incredible. (laughs) Do you? What is that? It's, I think, two in French. Oh. So Uh, I don't know any French. (laughs) What's? Ni. In In Japanese. Japanese. There we go. Okay. On to step two. So. What you're going to do from there is you're going to paste those words. You're going to copy all the words that you wrote in whatever format you did, Mm. and you're going to paste them into your AV script template. There are many different AV script templates out there, but for today only, um, that's not true, but (laughs) for this, we have a free AV script on our site right now for you to be able to look at. Yes. Um, 
It's at the bottom of our site. It's under free resources. You can click there. It'll take you to our resource page and you can go to the bottom of the page there. You can also go directly to openpixelstudios.com slash avscript, all one word, no fancy little line breaks no or things like that. No dots yeah. And... Available for G Sheets and Excel. G Sheets and Excel? Yes. Wait. You don't have other templates for all the other 800 platforms that I use? It's ridiculous. <laughs> this is a ripoff. It's <laughs> free resources are ripoff. What a ripoff. <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> I can't wait to write an angry comment on one of my other 800 platforms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, okay. It's still important to know how you're going to paste yeah, this Yeah, how are we going to use in. this resource? Yeah. yeah so... What you need to do is you need to split your writing into either sentences or sections of sentences. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but it is crucial. Yeah. So we'll break down a little bit of what we mean. So when you write a script fully out the, in the ways that, that you've been doing, your mind is putting together the thoughts and they're flowing pretty nicely from one section to another. Mm -hmm. But when you watch something, your mind can really only see maybe one to three things at a time. Yeah. And so we can't pay attention to all of the visuals all at once. So we need to be able to split our visual ideas into segments. And each visual segment almost always falls within either a single sentence or within a section of a sentence. Yeah. And again, this is really for projects that are related to sales, educational, or informative content. Mm -hmm. So when you have these longer sentences, maybe run-on sentences is a good example of that, we suggest breaking up those parts at either the commas or the conjunctions, the, the ands, ands. ors, buts. Yeah. Conjunction, junction, yeah. what's your function? Wow. I don't remember the lyrics, but I remember that part. <laughs> We're schoolhouse rocking it now. Uh, and it's because that's where a voice actor would naturally pause. And when you're writing, it's usually where you start talking about something else. Yeah. See what we did there? Pauses. <laughs> They're nice. You should pause a little bit so, more sometimes. Let's do a quick example. As he um, doesn't pause. I'll give you a sentence <laughs> from a real project that we worked on. Okay. And let's maybe come up with how we would break up this sentence. Sure. What is um, the sentence? Here's the sentence. Many folks like you work every day to improve outcomes for children and their families. Now, I read it weirdly yeah, because yeah. I don't want you to know where the pauses are. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if I were to naturally read that sentence, right, I'd be like, many folks like you work every day to improve outcomes for children and their families. So just from a natural standpoint, it's hard because if I do, you know, I might think to break it up at each comma, right? Many folks like you work every day. <laughs> those are three potential shots that I could use. True. Um, but time-wise, those might feel pretty short. Super so, short. Many folks, that's just two words. It's two words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I'd switch it up to be like, many folks like you work every day and start mm. there and mm -hmm. then break up the sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, it, it leaves a good chunk for to improve outcomes for children and their families like that. Right. It's a good chunk to come up with visual descriptions kind of, for. Yeah. You can kind of yeah. visually think right now, oh, how do I show improvement for children and their families? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's that's a little bit of the, the yeah. behind the scenes of what we kind of talk <laughs> about and work through when we're talking about scripts. All right. So step three, mm -hmm. once you have your script pasted into the template, you'll notice that our template actually splits those things, those 
rows into shots. They're actually production shots. Mm -hmm. And now you can start visual, like visual writing, writing your visual ideas down. Mm -hmm. When you're writing for visuals, you probably already have some ideas pop up in certain sections during your script writing phase. So when you write those, you can now write those into the shots where they show up on the template. Mm -hmm. Because visual writing is so dependent on the script, the real tip that we can give you here is to pay attention to the length counter on our template. So mm. it counts words, but it also converts it to a length based on that 166 rule. That's important because it gives you a sense of how much time the audience will have to take in your visuals. I see. Okay? So you, something with a one to two second time span is not enough time necessarily to get something across in a visual Right, because sometimes we'll see that through like transitions between shots exactly. in motion. But it yeah. sounds like you're telling me that I probably should have paid attention to the math a little bit more. So I'm sad now. In these <laughs> cases, you could do a few things. You can combine words. So in other words, you're making the shot longer and having fewer shots. Mm -hmm. You can make the visuals really simple. That's a little harder to do, but doable. Yes. Or you can make sure that in the edit, you leave room for the visual and push out the next dialogue line. That's a little bit harder. This changes the pacing of our natural language, which can be effective for certain things, right. but it lengthens the overall video. So that might not be an entirely good idea based on the algorithms that are, you know, rewarding shorter videos. Um, That's true. So. That's true. Right. We No breaths. <laughs> no one is allowed to take. <laughs> you know, there is something we do in the, in the voiceover. When people record a voiceover, you'll usually get a... <gasps> Oh, yeah, like yeah. A little, a little Sometimes thing. we'll cut that. Yeah. Yeah. Even if we do it here. Or add um, silence or things yeah. of that nature. Yeah. yeah. The power of editing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, so why don't we take that same example that we had before with that script line and we'll brainstorm some visuals for it. Okay. So the sentence to reiterate is many folks like you work every day to improve outcomes for children and their families. Okay. What would you do? Visually? Yeah. So I would miss so many folks like you work hard or work every day. I think I would cut it there. Mm -hmm. Many folks like you work every day. Yeah. I, at that point, I think I would want to see, okay, who are my, what's my persona? Mm -hmm. What am I selling? Or what are we talking about? Right. Who's that, that person? I feel like Who's the that target? could come through in a number of ways, right? Yeah. As a reminder, in one episode, we talked about like characters don't have to be actual people. Characters can actually True. be like icons. So if you're saying you want to show a community, it could be mm. icons of a community or it could be things that represent mm. your community yeah. like housing or, you know, parks or playgrounds or things of that nature. Yeah. Like if you're if you're talking about families. So well, we're talking about children and their families. Seems right, like we were right. talking about children. So maybe, mm -hmm. you know, many folks like you, you're going to probably have a child. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to be working, working middle class person. So I kind of want to show that in in the situation of the work that we're in. Yeah. So if we're talking about a specific type of work, then we want to see that type of work being done. Right. I mean, you can already see yeah. while we're talking about this too, like how much context is so important. Oh, like yeah. the, if we don't have the goal of like who yeah. the actual audience is, we're like, well, what type of family? Right. <laughs> who are we yeah. targeting? What's the age then range? We're, then What's... we're talking about children. So to improve outcomes mm -hmm. for children and their families. So the outcome, what are the outcomes that we're talking right. about? Right. Are we talking about um, health? You know, Education, yeah, education. Yeah, yeah, is there one particular theme? Yeah. So 
that was easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah. ultimately, really, there's you can kind of tell there's a lot of hard work that yeah. actually goes into making visual descriptions because it all has to tie in together cohesively. Yeah. So we do hope, though, that this gives you some idea of how to think about scripts a little bit differently than you might have been for your upcoming projects. Yeah. Uh, and really, it's so that way Lisa isn't tearing you apart. That's another yeah. room reference <laughs> to the room. Come on. If you haven't seen the room, go watch the room. Not with your children. Yeah. Don't watch it with children. It's not a it's not a kids movie. Just no. putting that disclaimer yeah. in there right yeah. now. But it's also not a good movie. It's, right, right. If you like bad movies, you'll like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're 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 fans of bad movies here, so well, there you. we learn from bad movies. You do. Learn you what do. not to do. <laughs> <laughs> so the A V script format we've provided aligns production mm -hmm. animations together right yes. each row in that thing is a shot inside of the animated piece which loosely translates into one panel in a storyboard or you can also think of it as like one slide in a slide deck this is the foundation for the rest of the production it's how we develop internal stuff mm -hmm. source files it's how we refer to them internally in meetings it's how we refer to compositions inside of our projects. It's the um, whole deal. It's the whole deal. It's, it's the, the kit and caboodle. It's the, it's the... Where does that come from? It's the hottie Bugatti. <laughs> I don't know where kit and caboodle comes from. No, I don't know. Either. I'm going to have to look this up. But so. I, I think I just came up with one. Hottie, hottie Bugatti? The hottie Bugatti. <laughs> I don't think... I does that... <laughs> stupid <laughs> oh we're silly it's it's because ultimately we want you to feel empowered to utilize a tool that creates transparency among yeah. the people who buy the creative content and the people who make it to get their ideas seen on the page yeah right and so what you can do with this is you can either take take a navy script and work with it on your own yeah. before even coming to us or bring us a script and we'll update it into that format. Yeah. We, we, we usually do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We do feel that regardless of where the creative gets involved, they should really always have the ability to revise a script because they'll be able to provide their expertise on what you might not be able to see while you're writing yeah. it. Right. It's it's just getting an extra set of eyes that can look at it a little more objectively, too. Yeah. The other thing, too, is that going through it this way. Mm -hmm prevents hopefully future changes because you're kind yes. of thinking through all of these things at once. Now, it could be that in certain parts of the workflow, there are changes to the script, but we'll get to other stages and we'll talk about how those changes affect sort of backwards rather than forwards. You yeah. want to always have it so that the changes are never affecting the production in the future <laughs> in time but over that time. affect the past yeah it's kind of a weird way to think about it but yeah know. i mean some of the times we can say that like our favorite times working on scripts are when we get the chance to really dive in and collaborate oh, yeah. on visual description ideas with the client yeah, yeah like we can come up with our our own ideas based on everything that we've been given but it's honestly just more fun it's more enjoyable it's more uh authentic to come up with the ideas together because you can really feel the creativity in the room and everyone's able to contribute their ideas. Exactly. Even right. if there's like some boundaries within there, right? Yeah. It can be like, oh man, I've got this really cool idea. There's going to be like 800 characters and it's going to be awesome. And then we'll be like, okay, well, we can take a core piece of that right. and still bring it in knowing that we're objectively looking at it from time and budget perspective too. Right. Exactly. So yeah, lots of great ways to work with scripts. Cool. 
But So hopefully yeah. you've learned a bunch here. If you have any questions at all about this or about any of our episodes, again, you can submit your questions anonymously now Ooh. to openpixelstudios.com slash pod question, all one word, all lowercase. This, this uh, is going to be a problem for me because now I'll be able to submit questions. You could. That's, that's true. <laughs> you could, They're you going could to ask be very yourself su- stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cool. It's very Excellent. All part yeah, of the yeah. plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can get into the tease a little bit here. Nice. So our next episode is a hack that's yes. going to go over three things to do before writing your next script for animation. Yeah. All right. So lots of good info, but we wanted to bring we wanted to bring it all into this one, but it's just it's just a little too much. The hack is really for people who don't have brand guidelines yet right. and are not well established yet right they're just getting started they're figuring it out and they want to make a script and not really sure about how that that approach would work so definitely be on the lookout for that yeah so big thank you to e-media for producing this podcast especially Uh, today especially today thank (laughs) you jackson foot for uh, opening the doors literally (laughs) um our music was created by hidden and licensed through Mm premiumbeat.com and uh until next time oh so happy if you said that Stay honest. Stay creative. Stay open. Open Pixel Studios. Thank you so much for listening. And You're uh, our favorite customer. Wow. <laughs> more room jokes. Wow. I should. I honestly should have put more in. <laughs> I'm sad I didn't. Uh, audio listeners, stick around for a bad idea. We've got our first visual bad idea. Well, it's not a vision. We're not going to show we're, people no, you're right. what we're, we're doing. <laughs> like, we're on the YouTubes, though. That's true. Hello. This one is on YT. Yeah. YT. Nobody calls it that. That's not what the kids call it? <laughs> I don't I'm know what. The, I, YT, to be fair, bro. I do not know what YT. What, what? YouTube. No, no. I know what it means. I don't know what kids call anything nowadays uh, anymore. Yeah. Sure. yeah. 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 You know. It's hard to keep up. It's very hard. Especially when you're not in high school and like have other people that Yeah. Are, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so if you are um, listening or watching on YouTube for the first time, mm-hmm. what we typically do is on our audio version of the podcast, we will always have a little, little snippet of something at the end where something stupid at the end yeah it's usually stupid (laughs) we'll talk about a bad idea and what we typically do in our company just for some behind the scenes here is we will have our meetings will they might be hard they might be challenging in a good way they Mm -hmm. might like you know they might really drive our creative juices but at the end of the day we try to pitch really stupid company ideas to each other it takes us out of our it takes us out of our like comfort zone Mm -hmm. it challenges our brains to come up with solutions to problems that no one actually asked for exactly and nobody needs or cares about or (laughs) but we have fun with it so uh today's i totally forgot about this one i know i found it today in our in our archives of of the many ones we have pretty good yeah so our bad idea that i i very distinctly remember coming up with is called this is totally on you yeah yeah it's called mission impossible Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good name. Pretty good name. I think I came up with the name. I think you did. Yes. So Mission Impossible is the idea that I love working on puzzles. Uh, And if you're a puzzle lover, send me a puzzle. Yeah. (laughs) 
Also, send me a puzzle. <laughs> I would love puzzles. to work on your puzzles. Yeah. So uh, I'll sit there for hours, yeah. right? I'm listening to chill music. I'm having a good time. Yeah. And my back starts hurting. Yep. Okay. You're sitting the like, you're not stretching enough yeah, because no, you're true. just hanging over the table and you're doing your puzzle. That's right. So what if you had a way to keep your back nice and straight and positioned and mm-hmm. still be able to do a puzzle? Introducing Mission Impossible. It is an attachment for your ceiling, okay? <laughs> and what it does is it comes down and provides you with a full harness yep. so that you can do your puzzle above the puzzle. Exactly. Right? So you you now, you can move around a little bit more freely. You yep. can stretch a little bit up and down. Yep. You can take breaks where you need to. It has like a what do you call it? Like a rail so mm. that when you need to come back down, cause you don't want to come down on right. your puzzle, like no, a cat, you, you never yeah. want to do that. Yeah. But it does provide you with yeah. all the flexibility. You should, be, you, need. you should be physically, you should be able to put your hands on the ground mm-hmm. and like kind of push yourself towards one of the corners of the rooms yeah. and that, and then, and the then you can take added off the benefit harness. of feeling like yeah. you're Tom Cruise. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It is actually, Maybe. it's sponsored by Tom Cruise. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Cause if we did, de- if we got like a mission in puzzle, in, impossible puzzle, puzzle to do the mission, marketing for yeah, that's right that would be great that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. it's very expensive uh and, <laughs> you know. and it requires you to like put a hole in your ceiling <laughs> big one. you have to be very clear that this is yeah. where you do your puzzle. it's like a 600 pound limit though so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah and good. then uh yeah it's got you know maybe bluetooth capability you somewhere the right cross beam if you don't put it if you just put <laughs> yes. it in the wrong place oof it's yeah you have to sign a waiver before you sign up no for this, you bought it you, bu- you bought it you install it <laughs> we are not it's, liable yeah we're not we're liable, not liable. Yeah, no, no. it's totally for you <laughs> if but, you yeah. have ideas yeah. for how you want to expand on this stupid idea uh <laughs> Please feel free. We, we love when people like either draw things. Fan art is always fun. Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. Yeah. How how could we market it to Shark Tank mm, one day? One day. Uh, one day. One it's going to happen. <laughs> so, but thank you for listening. If you want to hear other bad ideas, you can always check out our audio episodes at the end yeah. of every episode. And yeah, we'll see you next time. See ya. Dun, dun. Wait, what's the song? Dun, 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 dun. Puzzle, puzzle, jigsaw.